When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. I so badly just want to win eight consecutive days on this podcast. The winning streak ends at six and I'm a little frustrated. Oh, I'm a lot frustrated to be honest. I had a good handicap on Sunday. It just didn't work out for me. So let's recap the losing card for you. My NFL prop bets, they go seven and two. My only losers, Kyler Murray and Bryce Young. My NFL sides go two and one. I cash on the Cardinals and the Texans. I lose on the Browns. Back-to-back weeks losing on the Browns. I need to avoid them next week. College basketball, the handicap goes three and one. I cash on the little school, hosting the big school. App State upsets Auburn for me, plus the seven and a half. I cash on Creighton, easy winter chicken dinner at Nebraska, and I cash on Tulane. My lone loser on the card, Florida Gulf Coast. So the handicap plays go 12 and 4 on the day, and I have a losing day. Plus, you back the Twitter vote. You hit on Creighton for me. Thanks for the votes and thank you for the winner. You're now 15 and 9 on the season. You're making me some money. So 12 and 4, plus hitting the Twitter vote, and I have a losing day. How does it happen? My stupid system plays. Oh boy. Home underdogs in the NFL, it was a Sunday to forget. They go one and six against the number. And then those stinking first quarter unders that I absolutely hate, they go four and seven. I lose 3.4912 units. And that's the difference between a winning day and a losing day. I also lose my coin flip on the frozen pond. But yeah, the winning streak is over. I make over 16 units during the run. It was a lot of fun. And now we have to start a new streak. So let's get to the card for Monday. And we start in the National Football League. It's the Cincinnati Bengals plus the 10 at Jacksonville. So the Bengals are done. They're five and six on the year. They have no Joe Burrow. They have three straight losses straight up and against the spread. A once promising defense is giving up the seventh most yards per play this season. Even the Steelers gained over 400 yards against them last week after the Texans and the Ravens hung 30 points on them the two prior weeks. The Jaguars are 8-3 and three straight up and against the spread. They won a big one at Houston last week. They have a trip to Cleveland on deck. Jacksonville ranks 12th in points scored per game. They're averaging 23.1 per game. They've been favored by seven or more just once this season. They actually lost that game straight up 37-17 to to Houston in that spot. I expect the Bengals to have a prideful prideful effort in a spoiler spot tonight. So give me Cincinnati on the road, plus the 10 at Jacksonville. Next up, your prop bets here for Monday night. At quarterback, it's Jake Browning, over 217 and a half yards passing at Jacksonville. So Jacksonville gives up the 28th most passing yards per game at 255. Browning went 19 of 26 last week against Pittsburgh for 227 yards. So let's try the over again. I'll take Jake Browning over the 217 and a half yards passing 
for Cincinnati. Next up at running back, it's Joe Mixon over the 47 and a half yards rushing at Jacksonville. Mixon was, oh boy, he struggled last week. Only eight carries for 16 yards against Pittsburgh. He's been held under this number in three of his last four. Jacksonville gives up the ninth fewest yards per attempt at four yards per carry. But the Bengals only had the ball for 22 minutes, 43 seconds last week. I expect the time of possession to be much better this week. So I'll take the over with Joe Mixon over the 47 and a half yards rushing for Cincinnati. Next up at wide receiver, it's Zay Jones over the 28 and a half yards receiving for Jacksonville. So after a career year last year with 82 catches, 823 yards, Jones has had a season to forget. 13 catches, 108 yards, and an injury on the field, plus off the field issues. Last week, he had three targets, one catch for just 10 yards. Jones has been under this number in all but one week this season, but the Bengals rank 26th in pass defense. So I'm going to take a run at the over. Let's go Zay Jones over the 28 and a half yards receiving for Jacksonville. Then your first quarter under, don't want to play it, but I'm going to bet it. It's the Bengals and the Jaguars under the seven and a half in the first quarter. Ugly price too. Minus 142. Terrible, terrible play. But yes, I bet it. It's in. And now we move on. Next up, college basketball. There's only six line games to select from. There's no value on the card at all. None of these games would normally make my card, but I'm going to play four of them. So here we go. It's Arkansas minus the 11 and a half against Furman. So it's very possible that both teams will be without their leading score in this one. Arkansas was without Mr. Mack last week when they upset Duke. So that does give me a little bit of hope. The Razorbacks are five and three on the year. They have losses to North Carolina, Memphis, and UNC Greensboro. Greensboro is picked second best in the Southern Conference behind, you guessed it, Furman. No chance Arkansas will overlook Furman after what Greensboro did to him. Furman is four and four on the year. Their leading score played just 13 minutes last out in their one point loss at Princeton, but he watched the second half in his street clothes. I like nothing about this game. So many unknowns, but I'm going to lay the 11 and a half with the Razorbacks at home over Furman. Next up on the card, we go to the Big Ten. It's Purdue minus the 12 and a half against Iowa. So Purdue did it again. They dropped their first game of the year, losing at Northwestern on Friday in overtime. Purdue already has wins this year over Xavier, Gonzaga, Tennessee, and Marquette. That's an impressive resume, of course. Iowa, meanwhile, they're 5-2 and two on the season. They lost by 8 at Creighton, and they lost by 12 against Oklahoma. Typical Fran McCaffrey-type team. They average over 90 points per game, but they also give up 75 points per game. Last year, Purdue played Iowa just once. They won 87-73, to 73, right around this number. Not a fan of the number. Iowa has enough offense to hang around, but when the three-pointers aren't dropping, they can get routed like they did last year with seven different double-digit losses. Purdue was preseason number one of the Big Ten. Iowa, number nine. I'm going to lay the 12 and a half and hope for the dominating Purdue tonight. Give me the Boilermakers at home to get a Big Ten win, minus the 12 and a half over Iowa. Next up on the card, it's Oregon State minus the 13 and a half over Cal Poly. So Oregon State is picked dead last in the Pac-12 this year. Cal Poly is picked dead last in the Big West this year. The Beavers are four and three on the season. They have some decent wins. 
They beat App State by 10. They beat UC Davis by 12. We know App State just knocked off Auburn on Sunday. UC Davis, meanwhile, they're picked fifth in the Big West, the same conference as Cal Poly. Still not a fan of 71 points per game or 41% shooting from the floor this year for the Beavers. It's not easy to lay 13 and a half with numbers like that. Cal Poly is 3-5 and five in the season. They have wins over San Jose State and St. Thomas, but they're winless on the road. They lost by 21 at Denver. They lost by 14 at Wyoming, 9 at Cal Baptist, and 15 at Idaho. On a normal night, this never makes the card, but I'm going to lay the 13.5 with the Beavers at home over Cal Poly. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up on the card, it's Alabama minus the 24-and-a-half against Arkansas State. So the Crimson Tide have lost two of three, upset last week by Clemson as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. The Tide shot just 34% in that game, including a four-for-15 effort from Grant Nelson. The Crimson Tide have a 32-point win over Moorhead State, a 22-point win over Indiana State, a 56-point win over South Alabama, and a 30-point win or 31-point win over Mercer this season. So I don't see the Tide taking the foot off the gas in this one. South Alabama is projected sixth best in the Sun Belt this year. Meanwhile, Arkansas State is picked ninth best in the same conference. So I would gladly take a repeat of that 56-point win. But anything 25 or more will make me happy. So let's roll tide. I'll lay the 24 and a half with Alabama at home over Arkansas State. Then your coin flip bets here for Monday. NBA, I selected the Boston Celtics at the Indiana Pacers. Total is 241. Tails it is. I'm on the under 241 between the Celtics and the Pacers. Then on the frozen pond, it's the Seattle Kraken at the Montreal Canadiens. Total is six and a half. Tails it is again. I'm on the under six and a half between the Kraken and the Canadians. So let's recap my card for Monday. I'm going to be at a college basketball game here Monday night. Very excited for the San Jose State game at North Dakota State as Timmy Miles makes his return to Fargo. Greg McDermott, of course, has gone on to great things at Creighton on the basketball side. Then on the football side, Chris Kleiman has gone on to great things at Kansas State. But by far and away, the most popular coach to ever roam the sidelines in these parts is none other than Tim Miles. So he's going to get a heck of a standing O tonight before the game. His kid's actually a freshman on the track team at North Dakota State. So that's kind of cool. These two teams played each other last week. I couldn't touch the game. I'm going to be there. Too big of a fan of Timmy Miles. Too big a fan of North Dakota State to touch this one. But uh, let's recap my card for Monday as I go off rambling about everything. In the NFL. I'm on Cincinnati, plus the 10 at Jacksonville. Your prop bets, I'm on Jake Browning over the 217.5 yards passing. I'm on Joe Mixon over the 47.5 yards rushing. I'm on Zay Jones over the 28.5 yards receiving. First quarter under, don't play it, but I'm on the under 7.5. College basketball, I'm on Arkansas, minus the 11.5 against Furman. I'm on Purdue, minus the 12.5 against Iowa. 
I'm on Oregon State, minus the 13 and a half against Cal Poly. I'm on Alabama, minus the 24 and a half against Arkansas State. Coin flip bets, I'm on the Celtics and the Pacers under the 241. I'm on the Kraken and the Canadians under the six and a half. So that's my card for a Monday. Let's bounce back and have a winning day. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.